Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast After the Bell with Chip Nellier. Chip, looks like we hit that, uh, maybe the, some of the steam ran out or, or some some cautionary effects are in play here, but the markets are down here at the close. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, we had a, a heck of an overnight and early morning trade. Uh, just about got back to the old highs in new crop beans, just shy of 1060. Uh, put, uh, matched the old contract high in December corn from a year ago uh, last July and at 429 and a half, but then we reversed a little bit. Um, and, and I don't think that's anything to get too terribly worked up about. We've had a really nice run over the last week off the lows, uh, a lot of optimism about China, but you, you also have a long weekend coming here. No markets Monday with uh, Memorial Day. Uh, the markets will reopen uh, Tuesday morning at 8.30 Central. Um, and, and so you see a little bit of profit taking there and just a little bit of a caution ahead of this long weekend. Uh, you know, it, it causes a little bit of nervousness with both whether you're long or short, whatever side of the market you're on, on and whatever your opinion is, you've got a long weekend here and we're in an environment where news stories and tweets come out pretty rapidly anymore. So not surprising we saw a little bit of a setback today. Um, still close, you know, corn was down four, four and a quarter, close about seven off the high. So not a really good looking day, but you got to keep it in perspective with the long weekend and we just pushed up into a new high. So I don't think you can read too much into the, the weakness here at the close. Still problems around. You've got um, weather watchers watching the Canadian prairies for dry weather, the Black Sea and parts of Russia, dry weather, super dry in Australia. So that's all wheat related. Uh, Brazil second crop corn still very dry on at least half their production areas there. Um, you've got uh, still optimism on the China-U.S. trade thing. So you've got a lot still working for it. And, and by the way, probably the most important thing that's taken a back seat, the whole growing season ahead of us here. You know, we're essentially just getting this stuff put in the ground. we got the whole growing season in the United States ahead of us, and that's going to be um, a lot of uncertainty ahead of us. So I'm not too concerned uh, with the week close today. I think it means a lot more come Tuesday. And now we're looking at those two-week forecasts, and they're going to start making uh, more and more of a difference as we uh, get into June. So uh, uh, livestock, same thing. Buck lower in the cattle. Uh, we were higher early, closed lower. Same thing. Got a cattle on beef report. It is coming out tomorrow at noon central. So that's kind of an odd occurrence. Usually they come out Fridays after the close, but the long weekend, um, the CME doesn't want or doesn't like putting reports out after the market closes with that amount of time um, with the extra day in there with no markets Monday. Uh, it's just too big of a gap between releasing the report and then being able to, to trade those numbers. So they're putting out at noon central tomorrow. That could affect things. So same thing there. You saw a little bit of profit taking. Uh, we've had a nice run higher in cattle, a little bit of a setback. We'll see what the report says tomorrow at noon. But, and then more importantly, let's see what Tuesday brings and kind of restart the slate and I guess officially, you know, kick off uh, summertime. You know, we're, we're about to turn the calendar to June and weather uh, is going to be a big, big issue for our grain markets for sure. Right on. So I've uh, read a few things on AgWeb uh, that concerning some speculation when it comes to uh, what the China China trade agreements kind of look like and all that stuff. And, there's a lot of people kind of hoping on and, and speculating that there's going to be a lot more corn 
then there's going to be not so much like I, I think what I've read was the speculation on that they're not going to buy any more soybeans from us than they have in the past, but they're going to look at other products to kind of fill that gap. So and corn being one of them, and and like you said earlier in the this yeah. week that there's not a lot of corn that gets purchased by China from the U.S. Yeah, they've been a uh, you know good buyer of U.S. sorghum, mm-hmm. and so that's a good sign. And yeah, I, I agree with you. That's the wild card. I thought that's the wild card all along is is the corn side of it. So any amount. It, it, the, the good news is the best part of this whole thing is corn doesn't really need the China demand. We've got a big demand base built up already in corn. Uh, for exports are really good. Ethanol is good. Feed demand's good. So we're we're pumping on all cylinders here. And if you add any any amount of Chinese business going forward. Uh, that's just another, uh, you know, log on the fire here on the demand side of corn. So it'll be a good, a good deal. And you know, they put out publicly they want to go to a 15% ethanol blend. I think by the end of 2020. Right. It, to me, it's and I'm not an expert. I've never been in China, so this is just logically my brain. I don't know how they could produce enough to get to a, a 15% ethanol blend by 2020 without either a importing corn from somewhere or and or ethanol. And if they're going to do that, we're the logical place um, to get that. So I, I agree with you. It'd be nice to get some certainty out there or see them starting to take some corn um, and, and or ethanol. You know, what? that's fine. Um, we'll ship them ethanol. We still got to use corn right. to, get it to, to get it to them. So it's a, it's a good combination. Right. I, I think that refined ethanol exporting is, is going to be one of those. It would be huge for our, our corn base marketplace. You know, it. I just think it would be it's, it's an easy way for us to to increase our corn uh corn yeah you I mean give something with the excess corn that we have and we're already doing more of that um yeah. than, than, than you expect i mean even at least speaking personally uh, i was at a, a deal at the uh uh the what i'm trying to say farm progress show last summer mm-hmm. and uh it was over in uh, around decatur illinois and i was uh, i saw these two guys speak one was from the national corn growers one was from the illinois corn growers and there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. They're already starting to do that. We're exporting ethanol to uh, other parts of Asia, um, like Taiwan, I believe, Korea. Uh, Vietnam was a big one. And that's a great thing. It boggles my mind that we can, it's, it's economical to ship ethanol that far, but it is. Uh, and they have a need and demand. So you throw China into that mix, it's just, it's, it's a scary amount of demand potential. Uh, just from the ethanol side of it, so it's it's good. It's good, good problem to have. Uh, yeah. Something we haven't faced in the corn market for two or three years, and we finally, you know, the old saying is, the "cure for low prices is low prices." Unfortunately, we were low enough, long enough. It was painful, but it really restimulated the demand uh, cycle, and that's a good thing. Right on, right on. Well, we should probably plan on doing a after the bell from Brazil and China one of these days. And, and yeah, game. You get that some. Uh, you get some sponsorship here. I'll, I'll lead the charge on that, man. I've been I've been wanting to go to Brazil for five years. So. Well, we'll have to get that figured out then. So let's do it. All right, buddy. Well, if you guys want to continue this conversation and learn more, some more risk management tool that you guys offer at Blue Reef, how would they do that? Yeah, just call our office, 309-550-7213. All right, Chip. Well, we'll catch you tomorrow. We'll uh, talk about the markets. We'll hit that uh, cattle on feed report, and uh, we'll go from there. So until uh, till tomorrow, have a good evening, man. Sounds good. You too. All right, pal. All right.